want the money. I want the title. And I can get it because I'm already doing the work. You've thought it. Now it's time to actually believe it. You're listening to Her Next Career Move, the safe space where you'll learn how to stop your mind from career blocking you so you can claim the wealth and work you deserve. I'm Dr. Jasmine Escalera, a career-minded Latina turned Forbes featured coach, and I'm ready to have some candid conversations about how you can build the confidence to step into the career you know you deserve. All right, now let's get going. What's up, y'all, and welcome to episode two of season two. I am so excited to get back into this podcast. I freaking love podcasting, I have to tell you. And there was a reason why I took a little bit of a break. And if you didn't listen to episode one of this season, go back and give it a listen because I get so damn vulnerable (laughs) telling you all about what happened at the end of or towards the end of 2023, how 2023 was just a chaotic chaotic ride for me. And yeah, all the twists and turns and what truly led me to taking a little bit of time from podcasting, focusing on tons of other things to try to create what I feel like is now a very different vibe for 2024. And I want to tell you what my word for 2024 is, because I'm actually recording this podcast episode right now. I know you're listening to it in January, but I'm recording it right as we're coming into 2024. So this is like a super special podcast episode because I've given a lot of thought (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to the roller coaster ride of 2023, to all those amazing lessons I talked to you about in the last episode. And I was really thinking about all right, cool. 2024 is going to be the year for me, my word. It's going to be the year of stability for me. So, If you follow me on Instagram, if you follow me on LinkedIn, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I made a major transition moving to Miami. And when I came to Miami, the thought process and the idea was I actually moved here the year that my word for the year was freedom. And so when I moved to Miami, I told myself, I don't want any connections to anything. I don't want any connections to things. I don't want to sign leases. I don't want my name on anything. I just want to be completely and utterly free. And the reason why I wanted that was because for so long, I felt like I was living in the boundaries of what everybody else thought was good for me, wanted for me, you know, thought was the best path for me. And knowing now, looking back, everybody had nothing but love for me and really wanted for me to be successful and have this amazing life. But they had confines and ideas of what that life should be. So when I moved to Miami during that year, my freedom year, um, I really just wanted to live completely with no reins, unattached. And I did that, you know, so for the last year plus, year and a half, I've been living here in Miami, 
just completely loving life and just free, just completely free, bouncing around and just jumping around from place to place and, you know, trying to find that settled feeling and vibe. I wasn't even really sure if I was going to stay in Miami. I was just kind of like, well, you know, we'll try it out. And, you know, now being in South Beach, having lived in South Beach for a few months in a few different places, because as I said, I was living free, I finally have gotten to this point where I'm like, yes, I am ready to settle down and I am ready to create this foundation of stability for myself. So 2024, just giving you an insider look into my life, 2024 is all about stability. It is all about stability in my mindset. It is all about stability in my home. It is all about stability in my environment, stability in my finances and my money. And every single decision that I'm making from this moment forward, and I'm claiming it, and I'm telling you all right now, is going to be all about creating that foundation of stability. But alongside that, like really being confident in my capabilities and ability to create that stability for myself. Because I feel like I've had stability at different points in my life, right? I've had the stable job. I've had the stable income. I was married, so I had the stable partner. I had the stable home. Like, I had all of that. But I always felt like it was almost kind of like bestowed upon me, right? Like someone gave it to me or someone was involved in that process of stability. And when I say I want to create stability on my own, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to reach out for support, my friends, coaches, and to have the people to help me. But it really truly means that I'm defining the stability for myself. And so I'm starting this podcast episode with just a little bit of a life update and giving you all of this knowledge and thought because coming off of the last episode, talking about all of the different lessons that I learned in one of the most challenging years of my life, giving you those pieces of details and information, I want you to also think about as we're still at the top of the year, what do you really want this year to look like? And what are you just going to let go of? And this is a great segue into today's episode because today's episode truly is about letting go of this concept and this idea that you have to be a freaking expert. You have to have every single box checked before you can go for what you want. Before you can snatch up that amazing freaking leadership position with the title and the money you want, you have to have all the boxes checked. You can't make a career change because you don't have the skill sets to do it, right? Like this concept and idea of you don't have. And so thus, I have to find a way to fill these gaps with knowledge, which with expertise, with certifications, with all of these different things, instead of just believing that I am good as is, that I have every single piece of experience I need to go for what I want. And the reason why I wanted to record this podcast episode is actually quite funny, I have to tell you. So a few weeks ago, uh, this was probably sometime, I don't know, maybe end of November, early December, 
you know, I was sitting around and I was writing content for LinkedIn and this like light bulb moment happened in my mind because one of the biggest things that clients come to me saying is, I want to make a career change, but I feel like I'm going to have to start from the beginning, right? Almost as if all of the skills that they have, all of the experience that they have, everything that they have just somehow sheds away, (laughs) It just goes away like they just drop it on the ground when they want to walk forward, when they really want to move forward and make a change happen. And I also hear a lot of women saying, well, I can't apply for that job or I can't go for that leadership role or I can't try that thing because I don't have all of the qualifications listed on a job description or I don't have all of the qualifications that you would need to have this position and role. And so I posted this (laughs) really funny post on LinkedIn, and I'm going to read you the first two sentences or the first sentence. And it was just kind of a quirky, funny post, but it, it like went viral because I think, you know, it means a lot. So the first sentence of this post was, if you sign up for another certification or think you need another degree, I'm going to smack you upside your head. Now, I remember my mom used to say this shit to me all the time. Girl, I'm going to smack you upside your head. Now, I'm not telling you that my mom used to smack me upside my head. She just liked that saying. And, you know, we're Puerto Rican. You might have heard it too. But the reason why I posted this truly was because I wanted to bring awareness to the fact that we are often always looking at the things we don't have and trying to fill the gap and the void with certifications, with degrees, when we don't actually need those things. Now, why do we do this? So there's a multitude of different reasons here, right? So I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you, okay? I have my PhD, and a major reason why I got my PhD was because my parents raised me to believe that education was the key to everything. If you got a degree and you went to college, they believed that I would be set for life. I was taught from being a little girl, I had to be good in school, I had to get good grades, I had to go to school every day, I had to go to college. And if all of that happened, then I was going to get every single thing that I wanted. I was going to have the good life, right? I wasn't going to live in the projects anymore. I was going to be able to, to like live it up. And so I always had this idea or this mentality, this, this like mindset of, okay, well, if I get degrees, if I accumulate degrees, then, you know, then I'm really going to be set for life. Like that was the thing that was going to fill this void of instability. That was going to be the thing that was going to get me out of poverty. That was going to be the thing that was going to get me to help my parents. Degrees, 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 degrees. Education, education, education. That was it. So what did I do? Not only did I go to college, I went to graduate school, got my master's and my PhD. And then I was done with college and I was like, I don't know what else to do with myself. I didn't know how to step into the career world because nobody freaking prepared me for that. It's totally different than school. It was crazy. It was challenging. And all I knew was how to be a good student because that's what my parents told me I had to do to be successful. 
And so one sort of reason why we kind of accumulate these degrees or think that degrees and certifications and trainings are going to be the way to get us what we want is because we've been built with this belief system that education, degrees, certifications are the path to getting what you want, are the path to creating stability, money, good opportunities. But there's another reason why we fill gaps. And when I say gaps, I don't mean gaps in knowledge. I mean gaps in yourself, in your self-esteem, in your confidence with certifications and degrees is because of imposter syndrome. Now, we've done a few episodes previously on imposter syndrome where I've brought in some amazing experts to talk to you about what imposter syndrome is and how it really shows up in toxic work environments and how it affects you in toxic work environments, how it affects the way you perceive yourself and how you really show up as a leader. Those are some bomb episodes. We are for sure going to link them in the show notes and you have to check them out. Imposter syndrome truly is this feeling of I'm going to be seen as a fraud, right? Like everyone's going to see me for who I truly am and who I truly am is not good enough for where I am today, right? It's this concept and this idea of always being perceived as a fraud. And the way that we sometimes feed, right, that need to not be seen as a fraud is through getting more degrees, getting more certifications, getting more things to put at the end of our name or to put on our resume, which will somehow boost our confidence because we've been told that education is the key to success, right? More education, more degrees, more certifications means you are going to be good. People are going to perceive you in a certain way, and that certain way is successful. So they're not going to perceive you as a fraud. They're going to perceive you as successful. So it's sort of like we're feeding this mentality. We're feeding this beast of self-doubt and lack of confidence through trying to add more degrees to the equation. But the thing is, is with imposter syndrome, there are actually five different archetypes. Now, in the show notes, I'm also giving you a little gift here. You're going to have a downloadable free resource for you to look at the five different archetypes of imposter syndrome. And what that resource is also going to give to you is not just the five different archetypes, but breaking them down how you can really tell which archetype you resonate with, and some tips on how you can overcome imposter syndrome based specifically off your archetype. One of the archetypes of imposter syndrome is the expert. And with the expert, that is this kind of mentality and idea of I have to have or accumulate information, knowledge, degrees in order for me to feel more good about myself. And you know that you have this archetype, this type of imposter syndrome, if you do things like shy away from applying to job postings unless you meet every single requirement, right? Every single educational requirement, every single experience requirement. It also shows up if you're constantly seeking out trainings or certifications or degrees, geez, those are expensive, (laughs) or degrees because you think you need to constantly improve. You have to constantly improve to feel or be successful. 
So this expert archetype with imposter syndrome and this concept and idea of accumulating degrees, accumulating certifications, this idea or concept of I don't have enough to go for what I want to go for, they go so hand in hand. And it all kind of meshes together. This belief of if I am educated, I will be successful. This self-doubt that you have in yourself about your experiences currently. So you have to fill, you have to fill yourself with more education. It all goes hand in hand. Imposter syndrome, self-doubt, this lack of belief, this lack of confidence, these old belief systems about what will make you successful. They all mesh together. And here's the thing. So many of my clients deal with this, and I've dealt with this too. No lie and no joke. (laughs) The archetype that I would say when imposter syndrome was at its highest for me, the one that I would say I aligned most with was the expert. This idea that if I accumulated more experiences, more degrees, everyone would see me as like the knowledgeable person. It didn't matter that I have a PhD at the end of my name. I needed more to prove myself. And if you are resonating with this, and this sounds so much like you, then I want you to know that so many people experience imposter syndrome in some form, right? They say over 80% of professionals experience imposter syndrome at some point in their life and career. So you are not alone. And I want to give you the number one tip to really focus on beating this. If you want to go for a leadership position, if you want to go for a career change, if you want to make some kind of transition in your career and you're sitting there and you're saying, I don't know how to make this happen. And the first thing that pops in your head is, What freaking master's degree do I need to get? What certification do I need to get? I want you to ask yourself one question. Who do I need to reach out to, either currently in my professional network or someone that I can bring into my professional network? But who do I want to reach out to who can help me figure out the best course of action to take to get what I want. And the reason why I want you to ask yourself this question is because you're too in your head. You're too in your mind. You're too in these old belief systems that education equals success. You're too in this self-doubt of I can't make this happen with all of the resources and experiences I have now. You're too in this imposter syndrome mentality of I have to be the expert. I have to have all the boxes checked before I can go for what I want to go for. You're too in this that you can't see it for reality. You can't see the facts. And so you need someone who knows, who legit knows what it takes to be in that position, what it takes to be hired for that role, who can give you the right information about the experiences, the qualifications, the knowledge you need to go for what you want. And I love this question and I love this activity of who do I need to call upon, right? Who do I need to to reach out to? Who do I need to bring into my network to get the facts and to get the data about how to make this happen? 
I love this question because it it allows you to open up to support. It allows you to open up to building your network. It allows you to open up to getting the facts instead of staying spiraling in your own mind. And why this is so important is because you will likely find out that what you need, you already have, either fully or in some form. And so that education, those certifications, those degrees that you are trying to fill these gaps with are not necessary and not needed. And I'm not saying that's going to be in all cases, but I bet you it's in the vast majority. Because we need the facts and we need the information and the data to make decisions instead of allowing for our self-doubt, our imposter syndrome, our old belief systems, our janky thoughts to run the show. And the people who can give you that information are the people who have the positions you want or hire for the positions you want or your mentors or sponsors or the people in your organization who are supporters of you. They can help you identify the best way to take the skill set you have and apply it to what you want to do next. They can help you understand the best way to pitch yourself, to talk about yourself in a way that aligns to the positions, opportunities, and roles you want next. And that is what you want. That's what you want. And so if you are experiencing this concept and idea of I don't have enough and I need to fill that void with more degrees, education, certification, knowledge, I want you to take a stopping point right here and ask yourself, who do I need to reach out to to get the real information about what I need to get what I want? All right, y'all, that is today's episode. I tell you, I had to preach on this one. (laughs) I had to go in because I've experienced it. Like I said, imposter syndrome is something that I have experienced so much in my career. And I'm giving you that free guide, that free resource that'll run you through the five different archetypes of imposter syndrome. So if you're this archetype, this is what it resonates like. This is what it looks like. And here are some tips and strategies to overcome it. And what I will say as a disclaimer is you're going to jump into this and you may find that you resonate with multiple archetypes, right? You might be like all of them. At some point, I believe I was all of them in my career. Do not, do not harm yourself in your mind about that, okay? Like, don't like beat yourself up about that. It's okay. Show yourself grace and compassion and select the archetype that you think is most prominent for you right now implement those strategies and know that when you work on yourself, it is just a ripple effect. So when you work on one key area of your mindset, of your career, of your life, of your money, whatever you're focusing on, whenever you work on a key area, it's a ripple effect. The other components will just automatically start to become more stronger and start to become more healed, right? Because you're focusing on already growth and boosting yourself up. So this is going to be super helpful for you. So go in the show notes, 
click the link, download the five different archetypes of imposter syndrome, and really sit with it. Implement the strategies and know that you are more than enough, boo. What you have today can get you to where you want to go tomorrow. All right, y'all. Until next episode. That's all for today's show. Now that you know what you know, it's your move. So girl, get out there and make it. And if you have suggestions for topics you'd like me to talk about in the next episode, perhaps something that might help you get unstuck, then let me know by sending a DM on our Instagram page at her next career move. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe to the show to support our movement to flood the work world with dope women of color ready to take it over.